And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on guys? It's Zach here. Hope you having a great day. I am coming to you from Santa Clarita, California. I'm actually traveling right now um, to go to my brother-in-law's wedding. So Ashley's brother is getting married, and uh, he lives up in Santa Clarita, and uh, which is about two and a half hours northwest of where we live. So we live in San Diego, um, San Diego area. Um, and uh, that's about two and a half hours south. And we live pretty fairly close to the water. Um, and so we're coming up, up here uh, uh, northwest. And so anyway, we're out here right now. Um, and uh, just wanted to spend a few minutes with you guys as people are kind of getting settled in. And we have a basically we have a big Excuse me, we have a big Airbnb. Um, I don't know if you heard that, but I just had something caught in my throat and it like came out. It was like a little burp. <laughs> but um, anyway, we're at, we have a big Airbnb with, uh, I guess, man, like seven or eight people here or something. I just found out last night that we're all staying together. I had no idea that like, um, so it's Ashley, myself, Bellamy, our son, <clears throat> um, Ashley's parents, mom and dad, and then um, uh, Ashley's, dad's parents so Ashley's grandparents on her dad's side and then Ashley's mom's mother so Ashley's grandma on the mom's side and we're all in one house and so thankfully it's a big house um and uh there's plenty of room everyone's got their own bedroom Bellamy's got his own room I'm in like this kind of big like study area which is cool um so (laughs) it's pretty fun um but uh yeah I'm glad I'm glad we have our all have our own space so I uh, wanted to spend a few minutes with you guys and just talking to you about. I was just, I was just writing up uh, another email that's actually going to go out uh, probably around the time that you're hearing this, <clears throat> um, a couple days from now, and um, and it's just I'm just talking about uh, having having people join your opportunity. And I've talked about this before, and uh, in different in different kind of ways, but. You know, a lot of people, including myself and Ashley, for a long time, you know, you know, you wonder how to how to duplicate. Like, how do you get people to duplicate? And of course, there is a huge part of that that is 
you know, having a system that works, right? If you have a system that works and it's, and it's, and it's fun to do, um, that's, that's really it, right? Um, it works, it's fun, people do it. But here's the interesting thing. Duplication is a natural byproduct of a functioning system. So a lot of people, and I'm the first one in this camp, you know, I tried to duplicate and Ashley did too for a long time. We tried to duplicate for a long time in our old way of building the business by essentially doing like ninja tricks, right? Like, you know, all, all kinds of promos and incentives and qualifiers. And do we still do those things to some degree? Yeah, we do. But very few of them, probably a few a year where we used to do them every couple of weeks or every month. And, you know, we would do things like that. We would uh, create uh, all kinds of different, you know, culture things in order to really try to get people to want to do something that they didn't want to, that they did not want to do anyway. And the reality of the, the, the tough part about it is that we were trying to duplicate a system that no one really wanted to do because, you know, even back then, that was 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, um, even back then, nobody wanted to like go stalk to friends and family and poach Facebook groups. Like, just no one wanted to do that stuff, right? And today it's even less because number one, it sucks, but number two, there's so much more opportunity out there, right? Like, you know, I mean, it's just there's tons of opportunity to spend two seconds on YouTube or Facebook or TikTok or anything, and you can just see all the ads of the opportunity that's out there. So, and most of those things that you can do don't put your relationships at risk um, and they don't lower your status if you're a part of those things. And so that's really, really a bad thing for traditional network marketing because it's not like people, it's not like your reps are in this like protective barrier, you know, they're in the world. And when we leave them, they're out getting pummeled by these other opportunities that honestly are a little bit better at making short-term money. And secondly, don't put relationships at risk. And thirdly, don't decrease their perceived status with their network. So these are huge, huge things. So the fix to duplication is in a large part creating an opportunity for your people that they want to be a part of because then duplication in at least in a, a portion of it takes care of itself because people are going to want to do it. And when they want to do it, they naturally tell other people about it. Um, so when you're looking at how do you build your business, you know, there is one aspect that is, you know, do I build it um, old school just because I want to? And then there's the other aspect of like, how do I build this not only for me and my own results, but how do I build this for a team? You have to think of things two ways with network marketing, right? My own results and then my people's results. Can someone duplicate me? See, something that I don't talk about a ton is that we were actually pretty good at old school network marketing. We were pretty good at cold contacting people, pretty good at sponsoring people that we met at gas stations. But here's the problem. Who really wants to do that? Who really wants to get good at that? Not many people. So... You're not going to get a ton of duplication if that's your method of growth. I mean, who really wants to stalk their family? Not many people. Who really wants to hunt down people in Facebook groups and kind of have no life because they're spending too much time doing that and then also just being kind of a weirdo? No one really wants to do that, right? 
So that's a huge component of this is you need to be building your business in a way that not only gets you results, but that other people want to do. And you know other people want to do it when you want to do it. Now, you have to use your brain here because I, in a weird way, I actually enjoyed stalking people. Um, and so, you know, I knew I was a bit of a freak show. I was a bit, I was a bit weird like that. And so I, I, I did understand that not many people are going to want to do this. So don't dilute yourself. Like if you're one of the weird people like me who like likes <laughs> that kind of pain, um, just realize that most people don't, okay? And you're going to have a really hard time doing that. Um, <clears throat> I had another lesson here. I actually forgot what it was off the top of my head. So I'm not going to even go there because I don't remember what it is. But I, I had something else popped in and I feel like it's something that you know I should share with you right now. And that is... When we are marketing, and we're all marketing, whether you market like Rebels does or you market like, you know, Ancient Upline tell you to market, it doesn't matter, you're all marketing. There is something that we have to keep in mind, okay? Let me tell you a quick story. So three, four weeks ago, a friend of ours who is um, in uh, the photography business, he, uh, he was asking us some business advice, some marketing advice. And I asked him a question. I said, well, well, or actually, excuse me. Then he said, he said, so how do I get this new app out to the market? I said, well, what have you been doing? He said, well, I've, you know, I'm in this like kind of like kind of mid-level or entry-level coaching group. And they basically told me to go contact a bunch of photographers and see if they would download the app. And if they would, what would they pay for it? And I just was like, dude, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, that is terrible, terrible advice. He's, and he was like shocked. I kind of used the harsh language to get his attention. And he's like, oh, whoa, like, why is that? I said, well, let me ask you a question. What do you think the most read book in the world is? He said, well, the Bible. I said, okay. I said, would you agree that most people would probably give that answer? It's like, yeah, I think most people probably say it's the Bible. It's like, okay, yeah, I think you're probably right. Most people probably give that answer. I said, now, what do you think truly is the most read material in people's lives? And I said, because it's not the Bible. Now, I'm coming, I'm coming, we're both of us in this conversation are, you know, very uh, hardcore faith-based families. You know, we're like, we are Bible readers. Like, we do read the word. We do uh, are very active in our church. And so this kind of shocked him a little bit. He's like, like, well, you can't believe you'd say that. I was like, well, think about it, dude. The, you just told me the most read book in the world is the Bible. But outside of weirdos like us that actually read it, who really reads it? My guess is the people that say they read it, they probably don't. And if we're really being honest, they're probably only reading it like five, 10 minutes a day at best, at best. But what they are really reading is they are reading on Facebook for three hours a day. They are scrolling on Instagram and reading a jillion people's posts. What they are reading, they are reading random news articles on different blogs. What they are reading is they are reading different tech articles on tech blogs. What they are reading is reviews on Amazon. That's what people are reading. That's what they're truly reading. So they're telling you or you think that they are reading the Bible. But what they actually do is something entirely different. So the lesson I was trying to teach him in marketing is there's two big differences. There's one, it's what people say that they do. 
And the other one is what people actually do. And this was a revelation. And it's why Really Rebels was born. Because it's one thing when you think something happens. It's another thing when something actually happens. So while some old school upline can make us believe that old school network marketing is still alive and well, what actually happens is an entirely different story. And us as marketers, whether network marketing or not, we will get paid very, very well if we can answer that question correctly. Because what people say they do and what they actually do are two extraordinarily different things. I remember what I was going to say, by the way. Um, and that is the, uh, the, the, again, just taking the, the duplication thing one step further. Um, one of our team members, one of our downline uh, told us recently about one of their prospects who was at an event and at this event, this huge, you know, the big upline of that company was on the stage, basically bashing sales funnels for, um, not duplicating. And, um, and there wasn't a whole lot of context given for that, but you know, there was, there were some, and, um, I just want to kind of dispel that because that is absolutely the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Now I get it they're feeling threatened by something that they don't know. And you know what? I might hold on to, I might try to, I might do the same thing if I was, you know, if I was later in my career, unwilling to upset the boat and, um, you know, just trying to hold on to what I had built. Uh, the reality is, you know, we have to be at the front edge of things if we're going to attract the next generation of people. So they got to get over it because here's the truth. They think they're not duplicatable because not everyone can learn funnels. And here's the thing. They're actually correct. Not everyone can learn funnels. So let me solve this for you and them all at once. There's two things I'm going to hit. The first one is that not everyone on the team learns how to build funnels. Let me give you an example. When people get into our team, we don't teach them how to build freaking funnels. We give them leads. We use our funnel and... They come in and purchase leads from our funnel. We distribute leads to them. So on day number one, they can start getting leads from our funnel that we built, that's proven, that gets results. They get leads from us on day one, two, or three, or whatever that case is. They follow our scripts, and they start enrolling people their first week. Now, let me ask a question. Is that more duplicatable than telling someone to go talk to their mommy and buy some vitamins? And once they run out of their mom and their dad's pocketbook, they're told to go stalk people at gas stations or in Facebook groups or post random pictures of their lifestyle. What's more duplicatable? Come to my team. I'll give you leads. You just pay for them. I'll give you leads that are from my funnel. It's already proven. Boom. What's more duplicatable? That or stalking someone on Facebook? Exactly. Getting leads. We both know the answer to that. You can do the same thing, by the way. You don't have to come to my team to do this. We can teach you how in Rebels. So you, okay. You get the point. Then the people that do really, really well as they move up into further ranks in the business, then we teach them how to build funnels because then now they've proven that they're a leader, just like old school network marketing, isn't it? See, when someone gets into old school network marketing, when someone gets started the first day, do you have that person run a hotel meeting? No, of course not. They're brand stinking new. They, they got started seven days ago. You're not having them do a hotel meeting. You're having them come to the hotel meeting with a guest. And they're probably going to do that for a year or two. Then once they become a leader, then you have them run the room. Same thing with a funnel. 
the, the building your own funnel is kind of like running the room in a hotel meeting. It's the exact same thing. You graduate them into it. So that argument is completely idiotic. It's null and void. And it's, it's just an ignorant thing. These are not stupid upline. They're not stupid people. I mean, they have to be smart to have built what they've built. It's just they're not thinking it through. And so they're looking dumb. That's not good. The second thing they bring up is relationships. They're, oh, you have to build relationships and network marketing. Also true. They're right. They just don't have, the, they're not taking the time to get the full information for themselves. And again, they're looking stupid in front of their teams. Do you have to build relationships in network marketing? Yes, absolutely. That's why there's been so many online marketers in the past that have been good at online marketing. They run a network marketing offer. They do well for a year or less and the team falls apart and they move on to something else. Because they never built relationships. They were too focused on the marketing and they forgot about the leadership. You need both. Okay. Now here's the difference. You don't need to build a relationship with every prospect until they get started. That is completely moronic. Generating leads is like if I canvassed this neighborhood here and passed out flyers for lawn mowing. That's generating leads, isn't it? Am I going to knock on everyone's door and try to have dinner with them and build a relationship before I try to ask them for their business to mow their lawn? No. We both know that's dumb. However, if they call me and want me to mow their lawn, will I mow their lawn and then try to build a relationship with them so they're unlikely to lose me as a provider of service? Yes, I will. That's the same thing here in network marketing. I'm going to use marketing leverage to go get lots of prospects I'll enroll the right ones into my business. Once they're in my business, now I'm going to build a relationship with them. Now I'm going to lead them. See, that's where they have this thing all whacked out. They think you need to, well, actually, they don't even believe that because I guarantee they're not talking to the thousands of prospects that they've prospected for the past year every single day. So they don't even believe it. You don't need to build relationships with every single prospect and like have dinner with them. That's insane. And actually, the way that we teach this online marketing, you actually build better relationships with more prospects at scale than people do that are doing it all by hand. Because I can have 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000 people on my list, my email and text list. I can send an email every couple days, keep them warm forever. They feel like they know me. And when they're ready to go, guess where they go? They come to me. Once they get in the team, now I build an actual personal relationship with them. So do you actually need, do you need relationships in network marketing? Absolutely. Do funnels make those relationships null and void? Absolutely not. In fact, funnels amplify the amount of people that I have the opportunity to build a relationship with in my team. So I just wanted to cover those things so that you know them. And, you know, hey, maybe, uh, maybe you can share this with one of your leaders. Because um, if you're a leader on this team, and you've said any things that I've just said, I'm telling you, you don't want to say that. Because the truth always comes out. And if you heard what I just said, you know that it was true. You don't want to look uncredible in front of your team when you can't stop this from happening. You can't stop the future from coming in, which is Online marketing, we all know that, right? We can't stop the future from arriving regardless if Rebels exist or not. So the best thing you can do is educate yourself. And even if you're not going to build online, at least call it what it is. 
You have to call it valid if you're going to keep credibility with your team. If you try to shield them for too long, put them inside of a bubble, you know what happens. You keep the weak ones, you lose the strong ones. So with that, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. And we'll talk to you very soon. Thank <laughs> you.